This is episode 151, and I'm talking all about storytelling formulas with Rachel Boardman. Welcome to the Content Queen podcast. I am your host, Mariah, entrepreneur, featured writer, and storyteller in the Best Holistic Life magazine and founder of Content Queen. I'm here to teach you how to share your unique story, create content, and market your business with strategy through the channels that work for you. Each week, I will deliver a story to help you connect to a powerful, aligned strategy around marketing, business, and content creation. I'll also be joined by amazing souls and entrepreneurs who are here to share their own journey along with actual steps to help you take your business to a whole new level through amazing storytelling, powerful, aligned marketing, and content strategy. Let's do it. Hello, gang. How are we all? Okay. Exciting times. I am prepping content as I head off to Vietnam um, with Mitch soon. We've had so much drama about the flights. I don't want to go into it. That's a story. We're talking about storytelling today. I'm sure there'll be lots of lessons that I can share on social media and the like um, around this huge lesson uh, with cancelled flights and airlines and all that jazz. But I'm not ready to tell it. I'm still upset. But anyway, it's all good. Talking storytelling, a topic I like to talk about a lot. And I connected with Rachel on TikTok and saw that she did content marketing, storytelling. And when we connected, we, we had a, a catch up and we sort of spoke about how there's lots of storytelling formulas for copywriting, for sales and all of that. But like, there's no specific content marketing formulas. And Rachel actually had some amazing ones. So I thought, let's get her on the pod and let's share them. Now, I've also got guests coming up in the future that are going to talk about the power of storytelling, especially for 2023. So if you haven't really got a grasp on storytelling and you want to sort of expand that out, I do have a free offer. It is a, um, you know, kind of writing your own origin story guide. There's like a little um, step-by-step process. And then there's also a uh, video on sort of a masterclass that I ran all about storytelling and adding it into your strategy and your content marketing strategy. So if you want to get your hands on that, click the link in the show notes. But Rachel also has some amazing things about storytelling. So let's introduce Rachel and then hear from her amazing experiences and her formulas all related around food, which I think is really cool. Rachel is a former national level swimmer with a PhD turned content strategy and storytelling coach. Despite having spent most of her life sharing stories with those around her, it wasn't until she ventured into the digital marketing world that she really understood the power. She now specializes in helping coaches and online service providers take their unique life experiences and turn them into a collection of bespoke client attracting stories that they can plug into a content system that frees up their time so that they can spend more time in their zone of genius. Amazing bio. Let's hear from Rachel's powerful storytelling formulas. Welcome Rachel to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, Can you please tell everyone a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yeah, so my name is Rachel. Um, as you can probably tell by my accent, um, I'm not Australian. Um, I'm over here in the UK um, and I am a content and sh- storytelling coach. And I, basically I help uh, results-driven coaches, online experts convert more clients by sharing powerful storytelling content so they can grow their coaching business or their service business, whatever they do, without like the overwhelm of social media and like having to spend all day on there trying to figure out what they're going to post. Um, so yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell. Love it. I, I saw you, for everyone to have a bit of backstory, I saw you on TikTok and I was like, 
oh my God, Rachel is my person because I love talking storytelling. And we had a really good conversation about this. I thought I have to get you on the podcast because one of the things, and we'll go through it, we discussed is more formulas that there's not really a content specific formula for storytelling, which we're going to dive into. But before we do that, uh, you had a really interesting story that you shared with me and we wouldn't be storytellers if we didn't share our own. So can you please share your origin story and, and why you started your business and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, so I guess um, I I kind of finished my PhD. I did a PhD in science, which has got nothing to, to do with this. And I was like, well, I didn't want I didn't want to stay in that role. Um, I was like, this isn't for me. Don't know what I want to do in my life. So the only thing that really excited me at the moment was I was like, I want to go traveling. So I booked a one way ticket to Australia, um, as you do, <laughs> and I decided to go go traveling. And while I was traveling, I was like, I love this so much. I'm having such a good time that. Um, but 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 my money's running out because you know Australia is a pretty expensive place. Um, so I was like, well, I need to figure out how I can like make money to keep going, and um, that wasn't just like your regular bar work or going working on a farm, which I did, but I wanted to find another way to kind of keep going. And um, I finally found the online world at that point, um, and I dabbled in loads of different things. I did a bit of freelance writing, I did like blogging, I did um, photography stuff, um, but like it was all kind of like hobby based. I don't, I wasn't really like taking it very seriously. I was like, oh, I'll just do this and I'll take off, like not actually realizing that that's not how it works. <laughs> As I'm sure we all did when we first got started. Mm-hmm. Um, but even, like, eventually my visa ran out and I had to come home. And um, I actually landed back in the UK about five weeks before we went into lockdown for the first, when, when covid hit so i got back obviously when you go traveling or if anyone else has gone traveling but um you know when you're going home and you're like well i'm just gonna like pick up a job when i get home so i'm just gonna spend all my money like now <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll worry about the finances when i get home and i get but obviously i got home covid happened lockdown happened so i had no money had no job to go and make that money to get me out of my overdraft um, and I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Um, all I had was I had a, at that point, I had a podcast myself, but it wasn't making me any money. And um, my friend who um, I knew through the, the um, creating the podcast, she was like, well, I I did this course with this lady and now I'm making like almost at six figures um, business and I've only been doing it six months. And I was like, tell me about that. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> so it was um, a funnel building course. So I put like my last little bit of money into this funnel building course and and I spent like the whole weekend like proper binging it. And then I was like, okay, right, I've got three weeks to go in, like pay for the next installment, go and find someone to pay for the next installment. Somehow, somehow I managed to get someone, some of this, this guy on a call and it was the worst sales call you can imagine like I don't have a background in sales at all so I was like a proper hot mess and trying to like get over get this like um get the point over of like this is how I can help you this is this is all like you know this is why you should like hire me kind of thing um and you know when you just look at someone and they're like well then they're not interested and you can just see them like how do I get off this call without like being rude um and I I just I was just like I just took this deep breath I was like and then I started to tell them like okay well I told them this story about um 
a client that the 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 lady of the the, the course she's called Catherine Jones um for anyone that wants to know um <laughs> she had it as part of her course she told her story about and then she'd given examples of clients that she'd helped and one of them was very similar to this guy that was on the call and so I was telling them about how this particular client that she'd helped um and had basically transformed their business like the you know the engagement had gone up the, um, the you know the conversion had gone up like 20 percent um and as I was telling this story to him he you know all of a sudden he sat he sat forward he was listening and by the end of it he'd gone from not interested to oh okay now I get it let's um like l- let's let's do this kind of thing and it wasn't till later on that I realized that the like when you when I looked back and was like well exactly what 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 happened there um that I realized that I it was the story that 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 that, that kind of told told it um but it wasn't till um but that at that point I was still doing the it was all about the funnels it was all about the funnels and I kind of went on that um I don't, anyone that's run kind of like an agency where they're, they're doing done for you work will kind of know quite often you'll fall into that I've got loads of clients I've got loads of work this is awesome and then the client all the client work finishes and you're like where am I where are my clients and you have to go out there and go and find them and I kind of fell into that feast and famine mode and I was like I was like at that point I was like I need some stability in my life I need some stability where does this where, where is this going to happen and um I was like putting this 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 content out it wasn't very consistent because when I had loads of clients I didn't have time forgot to do it and all of that kind of stuff and then um, I was watching the Great British Bake Off um, it was a celebrity version because that's the other one I watched because I like to see the celebrities fail because, <laughs> you know, who doesn't? <laughs> and um, as part of like the, the adverts that, that they had during the breaks, they have these, because um, it's the charity version, they have these charity adverts and there was this one particular advert where um, it was just like stand up for cancer. So it was all really cancer related. It was about this lady and her family and how she got diagnosed with cancer and like the journey that she went on with her and her family. And then um, at the end of it, it, it was just like this black screen, um, like that fade to black thing. And then it was like, please donate, blah, blah, blah. And I, at that point, I was like, I need to give money. But <laughs> like, I went to reach my phone to kind of, I was like, I, this is horrible. This needs to kind of stop. And, but then something else in my brain kind of clicked and went, Rachel, they just told you a story and now you want to spend money. I was like, why the hell am I doing this in my content? <laughs> why am I not doing like I, I don't I was like I've got this formula this this this, this story that I, I can tell stories in my in like my um sales calls but why am I not doing it in my content um and I, just, I don't know why I didn't click till then but he didn't so I, I set up my a little experiment so I went into this Facebook group um and every single day when I say every day I mean like Monday to Friday because I don't do anything on weekends. I was like, Monday to Friday, I'm going to put a storytelling post in this Facebook group. And hopefully by the end of like the the the, the month, people have got to know me, the algorithm will like me, and maybe I'll like start to see some results. Within two weeks, I had people slide into my my um, inbox saying, Rachel, you do funnels, right? Can 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 you build me one? Um, but the cool thing is, right, when I got on this call, there was one particular guy um who I still, I still work with I still do funnels for him because because like he's, he's lovely and um so he whereas in the first the first call that I had it was a story on the call that had sold him got got the guy to work with me this guy when I got on the call with him because of the stories I've been telling in my content 
was already was already sold it was it was more like a this is can you do this can you do this can they do this great it was more like a logistics kind of call um and I was at that point I was like I need to do more of this and then people started coming to me started seeing that I was doing it I was like how, how are you doing that and it was that point that I realized that actually I had a bit of a, a skill that people needed and started sharing it and yeah that, that that's essentially how I came to do what I'm doing that's amazing it's such a journey right and it always is oh, right. and people can really relate to those experiences because how many of us have found out you know our core purpose or what we're meant to do through going different paths and different journeys so it's always important to share that because that's how we are relatable to a lot of people so as we mentioned before we're going to talk about storytelling and specifically formulas for storytelling because as we mentioned when we had a catch-up there isn't for content specific stories you know there is for copywriting a lot for copywriting you know hero journey and all these types of things but because your content is about yourself and your audience and stories you know, throughout time and all those different stories, there doesn't seem to be like a formula that we follow. And then often sometimes our content um, can be a little bit jumbled or feel a little bit messy or maybe not make a lot of sense. So um, you've sort of shared your experience of how storytelling evolved. So I had a question about that. I, I feel like you really nailed that with your whole experience. <laughs> so leading into more of an actual step for this episode, I, I would really love for you to share, I guess, the formulas to help people get started sharing stories online and, and what formulas do you teach and use within your business to create your social content and your other various forms of content online? Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you. Like when we had this conversation, um, like be, before we, we've sat down to record this, but I was like, it's so true. There's, you know, there's st stories, like formulas and frameworks specific for different things. But like you said, like people have, in my experience, people are either just like trying to tell a story, but not really not sure how to do it. Um, and maybe they're telling the wrong story or they're missing bits out. So which is why there's not the impact or they're taking storytelling frameworks for that are specifically designed for other mediums, for other formats and bringing them in. And then they're not, and again, because they're not specifically designed, they're, um, not really they're not they're not hitting as as well as they could or maybe they're not hitting at all um so there's i mean i have several different frameworks that i use but probably the two the two most common is so for the actual storytelling thing i have my goldilocks storytelling formula um which you can the way i designed it and what i i <laughs> As you can probably tell from the story I told a minute ago, the way that I kind of came up with it was like more of a, this is how I'm going to tell the thing. And then as people started asking me how I did it, I was like, actually, how did I do it? And then you break it down and go, oh, so this is how I do it in the way that, you know, sometimes you just do things naturally and it, it works out that, and then you break it down and go, okay, so this is the formula that I use on the post that really, really hit home. So I'm going to use this again and again and again. That's kind of how the framework kind of came about. Um, and it's basically an adapted version of the hero story that specific, so it'll, but it will work for kind of your reels, your your carousels, your short form videos. Maybe you can use it in YouTube videos, you can use blog posts, emails. Like it, it, it's, I've used it in, in podcasts. It's, I've used it for everything. So to give you an overview, so the the, the first part is obviously the hook because if we don't have a good hook, you can have the best story in the world, but you know, people aren't going to read it or listen to it, watch it, whatever form of medium are. You need to, you know, get people to go, I need to hear more about this. I need to hear this story. Um, and then we hit the background, um, which is 
like you said, the the what happened before you went on this journey? Who were you before the journey started? Um, and the key thing to remember here is a lot of people get caught up in like I have to tell everything I have to tell my entire life story before you you kind of um so that people understand and I totally did that too um but if you kind of see um if you look if you like rewind and go and listen to like my origin story that I that I, that I just told you like I didn't start it like when I was five um, you know I, I started with with the, the, the travel because that was where everything started um so and then so once we've had the the background some, something in your life happens i call that the trigger point so something happens that means that you you know you hit a challenge you hit an obstacle like you're going on along nicely and something happens it means you you have to change you have to find a solution to the problem um, and I love to use the example of um, I, I, I love films while films use a slightly different like um, uh, formula to, to do that to, to like get their journey the, there's bits and pieces that you can pull out so like I use I'm sure you've probably I hope you've you've watched this film the film Shrek um, so like Shrek's trigger point would be when all the fairy tale creatures are dumped on his land um, and he doesn't want them there. So he has to do something about it. Um, so he goes to see Lord Farquaad. But as anybody knows, before before like life gets better, it usually gets worse once you've hit a problem, right? Some things always get worse before they get better. So we have like the escalation point. So this is the point where, you know, things get worse. It's like the, the point in the story where you can either continue and you know hit that gold hit that transfer hit the get the, the get the thing that you really want or you can turn back and go home it's like that all or nothing point and for in shrek it's really that point where lord farquaad goes to him well um i'll get rid of your fairy tale creatures if you go and rescue the princess like you could go no and go back home or you can go and rescue the princess so that's what he does um so we have though that trigger point and in like business it's it can be like you're in the process of trying to find the solution that work you know you know you're trying to build your framework and maybe there's a problem where you put this you 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 have this this process but it doesn't quite work but so you have to figure out why you can either go oh this doesn't work and then go and go back to the, the old process or you can figure out why it doesn't work and carry on at that point the next bit is your results and uh, transformation so it's like you found the solution this is what the solution is this is a, but and that's great you've got to tell people what the solution is and how you found it but the the, the key thing is what was the transformation because in our stories there are there are two there are two levels you have the internal level and the external level so your external level is like the actual things that happen you know you went here you did this 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 person said this you said that um but the internal level is really what the, the story is about it's your what's going on in your head, your thoughts, your feelings, um, who you are as a person, um, which is and showing that um, internal like journey um, at every spot allows you to tell the transformation, but it allows you to show, well, you were this person in the background bit, but now you, since you found the, the solution, you are the this person in the, the transformation bit. And it's, it's that kind of like contrast from here to here that journey almost like that bridge which is the bit that people connect with the, the bit that allows your journey to, your story to um resonate with your with your audience 
Um, and then finally, the last bit that that um, a lot of people still forget because we get so excited that we've um, that, that we've you know we've told our story that we forget to like invite people to do something at the end, which is when you're putting your story in your content, it's so important. Whether it's a tag someone, follow me, you know, comment. It can be something like as small as that, or it can be go click a link, come and book a call, you know, go buy this thing, like what what whatever it is. Um, so that's essentially that's that Goldilocks storytelling formula, and then the the other really common one that I, the, that I use. So I I kind of developed that, and that was what I was using on the calls to kind of to begin with, and then I started using it in my um, in my content. But like I was literally just doing content that was like a story. But I was like, how do I how do I add like the the value? Like you know when you want to add like three tips for something, or I want to like give more more like how can I can I I was like can I combine this educational stuff with this like inspirational transformational storytelling stuff um and I I I didn't come up with this I saw another um uh I don't, what what's the word I want to say um, like another entrepreneur that was the one I was looking for um she she does she was doing this in her in her videos and it works really 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 well in short to short form content I've since gone on to expand it to like the like do other versions of this so I've now got like a a story smorgasbord because it has to be renamed after food so this particular one's called a story sandwich so essentially you take the hook and then you do the beginning bit of the story, so like the, the like the background bit, and then you add in your value. So it could be your tips, it could be you know some some form of educational value like piece, and then you sandwich that in. So at the bottom, you then have the like the other piece of bread would be the the transformation, the solution, like the 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 end bit of the story, and then obviously you have your, your call to action at the end. So you can put that like call to action there. Um, and just like for like an example of a of like I did this on a, I do this in my reels all the time, but you can do it in pretty much any kind of short. It works best on short form kind of content, but you can do it for any if you can if you want. So um, just as an example, um, just in case you need a bit of like visualization, so you could have the hook could be three reels mistakes that are costing you leads. And then you'd have the, the the before it would be before I fixed my these reels I I didn't get it to generate leads even if my my reels went viral, um and then the three tips will be all you do is lip syncing or dancing to trends there's no hook and um, there's no pattern interrupt so you've got your three tips and then you finish that off with now even the reels that get low views are generating leads. Um, and then my call to action was like read the caption for more, more info and then I'd have another call to action the caption to do whatever, um so that was like. The, 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 you, see, you see how the sandwich there you've got the story at the beginning the start at the end yeah that's awesome I love that super super valuable because I think it's just trying to visualize yeah and I, I actually my my next question was yeah like what happens if we want to add a more educational piece and it's not um our story as well or or and, and I think what I really resonated with as well is these stories can get used for because you talk about the transformation the before and the after if we're ever sharing a client transformation in our content if we're ever sharing a testimonial it's sort of a very similar similar formula so I love that these can now be utilized to create engaging content to create promotional content and also to create educational stuff because I think that's probably where a lot of people struggle is they want to create educational content, but it also needs to be engaging and not just like, you know, one, two, three, here are my tips, but actually adding that story into it 
can be really, really powerful. And I always think about it as well as like having a story and how can you add a lesson or having a lesson and how can you add a story? So it's very similar, but I love how you do like the sandwich. So it's not just like story and then lesson. It's like story, lesson, story. Um, so that's really, really cool. And I love how you gave some of the examples um, in action, especially with your own personal experience with the reels or, you know, going back and anyone listening to your origin story at the start, like having the problem that you had and then the solution that you found. And it was all, it's interesting because it was a story about storytelling. <laughs> I know, right? It's proper matter. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. So you kind of mentioned that briefly, but what are some of the best formulas for certain types of content? So uh, if I was to create a video, you kind of mentioned that the sandwich, but what about, for example, you know, in a blog or something more long form, you know, how can we sort of start to embed stories into those? Yeah. So I guess, well, you go back to my smorgasbord of, of stories. Um, I definitely, definitely was like hungry when I came up with the names for these um so these i mean there's different different ways that you can you, you can do this you can totally use a sandwich you can um i love to either do like i call it an appetizer story or a dessert story so essentially you have a story and then the value so I, the, these work great for if you're introducing like a framework or like um so your story would be how i came up with the frame how i found the framework um you know, a story around around the the struggle to wh- why you came up with it type thing, and then you, then you can ex- explain that the piece of information, or you can do it the the other way around where you have the piece of information and then you tell a story that um, is either like probably this would work best with like a client story or a an example um, story, for example, what where. where I gave you the, the the kind of the real and it's that that's something that if you go I mean you might have to scroll a little bit back but that is on my real my, my real profile that that real is there and so it's um yes yeah, so you can do you could do that that way around though and that kind of works better for like your long form whether that's blogging whether that's um I've used that in YouTube videos um where you kind of you know you you you, you give a story and then the value while you do the value and then the, the story example mm. just because it, it just it adds that extra little bit to, to it rather than it's it go it allows your content to go from telling to showing um and we know that you know if you show someone what to do they're more likely to re- remember it so the thing with, with stories is you tell a story and 22 times more likely to remember like the story and the person it ups your um trustworthiness by like by 40 47 percent and that's like scientific study and then there's an um there's an other studies that have shown that increase the perceived value of the thing that you're trying to put out um by like it can be up to like 63,000 percent which is ridiculous um so it, yeah there's um the, the the even if you just saying I've got this offer and you just tell the story about how you came up with the offer and well why you're giving the offer just wrapping that um that thing up with a story is, is gonna you know one make it more valuable but um and to make you more memorable so you know they might be it might be that your audience see it but they don't do anything that first time but when they go oh I need that I need to like solve this problem and then they go, oh, I know this person solved that problem because they sold that story. Or how many times have you, um, you've heard a story, so you've heard someone tell you a story and then you've gone and repeated it to your friends, but you can't remember what the person's called, um, but you can remember the story. Hmm. 
Yeah, happens all the time. It's yeah. funny, I like one of the coaches that I hired, I heard her story in a bar and someone told me how she made 65,000 in 65 days. And I remembered that story the next day, surprisingly, the amount of alcohol that I probably drank and looked <laughs> her up on LinkedIn and like started listening to yeah. her podcast and hired her 12 months later. Like it's the perfect example of how, you know, storytelling adds so much value. Is there any yeah. other formulas in your smorgasbord that you can share with us? I love this smorgasbord of stories and they, it's it's really helpful to see them sort of like, is there a place where people can maybe download them or something like where you lay them out? But I think it's just like so valuable to be able to see it. Like, okay, if I'm creating this piece of content, like what kind of story formula can I use to deliver this? And I think, and also one of the things I guess you've really helped us see as well, it's like this misconception that has to be this like life-changing story where like, you know, there's, I mean, similar to the cancer story that you shared, like it doesn't have to be something like so dramatic in your life. It can be a simple story. Like I've had the dramatic cancer story and I've also had the oh, I had a conversation with my partner the other day about languages and storytelling and how he remembers language words through the story. So I shared that, like something so simple, but it really connected with people because they're like, oh, that's that's a really cool idea. And they could see the value of how important storytelling is. So yeah, it's really good to see it from a perspective. It's like, it doesn't have to be this groundbreaking yeah. life trans- transformational story that like makes you, you know, super memorable. It can be something so simple, but are there any other formulas that you wish to share or somewhere where people can like download them and have them there as like a reminder? Yeah. Yeah. So just to kind of touch on what you just said about, like, you don't have to be like this amazing, like life-changing story. I've told story. I told a story a few weeks ago about dropping a pizza on the floor as I was trying to put in the oven um <laughs> like you it just it, like you don't and then related it back to like what, what I wanted to talk about um and like so often I'll hear people come up to me and go well I'm not telling stories because I don't have a traumatic story to tell and like, it's like you don't need a traumatic story to tell like you just there just needs to be some kind of a challenge whether that's you dropped a pizza on the floor or you know your, your ink of your pen ran out or your wi-fi dropped out what when you were about to do a presentation you know it doesn't have to be like I'm about to die or I've run out of money um so yeah that's totally true um and I think there's one more on the smorgasbord right now I mean I'm sure I'll probably come up with others and it's um um what's it called tapas so yeah as you can <laughs> yeah I know right who doesn't love who doesn't love tapas and so it's, it's this this one is kind of it's more of a, a face-to-face or a in the dms type of storytelling essentially and we've kind of done this on the podcast where you one person will share a story and then the other person will share another story back as like um like you know oh that happened to me when I did xyz and then you know your conversation carries on and then you know you share you're building that relationship through sharing stories that relate to each other they might Mm. not be exactly the same but you know you know you're like like we just we just did then um so that that's the other one and but yes I do have a place where you can go and find these um it's if um, whether you um whether it's on TikTok or whether it's on uh, Instagram if you go to the link in my bio and go and grab the um it's called the cash blueprint um which essentially will walk you through my content strategy um which involve which also has the how do you put the stories into the into the content and watch you through all those with some nice pretty pictures 
Amazing. Love it. Well, we can we can get the link for that and put it in yeah, the show yeah, notes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I love the concept of tapas because it's like sharing, right? So like tapas is like a sharing thing. You're, I'm sharing my yeah. story, you're sharing your story, and together we we build connection from that. And I think it's really important to emphasize in this is, yeah, we're, we're talking about it in form of content marketing, but you've shared your story of how it worked in a discovery call. I always share stories in my discovery calls unintentionally but intentionally right like it just happens because you've got so many examples whether it's yourself or whether it's like I always find myself saying like yes so with a client I work with at the moment that thing the same thing had happened this you know so it's just like it happens right so it is it can be transferred and I've done podcast episodes with guests on selling directly with storytelling and, and and it's always the same message is the power of sharing a story And so is there anything else before we wrap up that you want to share about content marketing and storytelling together? Because as we've mentioned a lot of the times in this podcast, there's formulas and things. And finally, we have some content related storytelling formulas. So thank you for sharing those. But is there anything else that you want to add around content marketing and storytelling that you want people to take away or remember from this episode? Um, yeah, I guess it's the, the concept of like, you can build yourself this, like I have a, what I call a vault full of stories of stories that I have tested out and people have gone, oh my God. Yeah. Yes. Along those lines, whether it's engagement or like actual people saying, oh my God, that's awesome. Um, so you build these stories up One, you need to test your stories out. Cause you, the story you, you think might, it's like anything with your content, test it out. If it works great. If it doesn't, maybe it needs tweaking and um, maybe it needs refining or maybe you need to find a better story but the I think the biggest thing to remember is that with content and with storytelling you can tell the same topic of content the same story over and over and over and over and over again um because well for starters you're the only one that sees 100% of everything that you post and but at the same time even if someone does hear the same story again and again that every time they hear it they will be at a different point along their journey so they'll take different different parts at it um and I always like to like this this is what happened like for me like I'd heard like Russell Brunson who is the like, co-founder of ClickFunnels and like he has this his origin story is the, it's called potato gun story and every time he speaks he tells his story, whether it's a webinar, whether it's on stage, like whatever it is, he always tells his story. So I've like heard this and people ask him to tell the story. Like, you know, it's a good story and people ask you to tell it. Um, but like I heard this story several times before I actually it clicked that he was an athlete too. Like, cause I, I used to swim, I was, an, I was an athlete. And that was the thing that I related to him. I was like, I know I can trust him because he was an athlete. That's that's how I relate to him. Whereas other people, it was like the marketing thing or the funnel thing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like, you, you can tell the same story over and over and over again, but people might hear it two, three times. One before they hear the message that you've seen because you know, we're not always ready to hear the message. And two, because you're at different parts of your journey. So you always like pick different dance things out. I mean, think of your favorite film or movie or whatever you call it that you that you've watched hundreds and hundreds of times. Um, how many times have you watched a film where you've watched it several times before and you've gone, I've never seen that before, or I didn't realize that happened, or you know, wait, this happened, they're wearing that, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter how many times you watch something or listen to something, you will there'll always be something new that you can take out. Hmm. 
Oh yeah, for sure. I always tell the same stories and, um, and then I like have some new ones and then I'll go, you know, and then I'll tell them to death, you know? And I think it's just like, it's so true though. And it's such a good point to raise. It's like, you will see your content hundred percent. People are probably 20%. It's like probably on average yeah. 20% of your followers see your content. So, you know, like keep sharing it. And I think, as you said, you resonate with something different every time and that's the beauty of the story and it's your story and it's unique to you. And I think a lot of the times we, we think adding value needs to be like having all this education, but adding value is actually just sharing your personal experience and how it relates to the pain point of your audience as well. Um, because I know that's what you've said in kind of your different formulas, whether it's the sandwich or the Goldilocks, like it's always going back to the audience as well and, and how this can then help them and why this is going to help that person. So I think it's super valuable and I'm sure everyone listening is ready to start their own vault of stories because I think, I mean, a lot of them are up here in our heads, but sometimes we need to have them noted down in a system, whether it's a Trello or a, you know, a click up or something. Uh, yeah, but- <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. I mean, like I got to the point with some of my stories where I can just tell them like, like that, um, especially some of the ones where they've got like numbers involved. Um, but I, I mean, I, everyone's different. But for me, it was a case of if I write these down for a post, if say I'm writing a post and I've written down the story, I'll then go save it. So then next time I'm writing a post around that story, I, whether I only take a little bit of it, I can then just copy and paste it. Um, so I'm not having to think, it might, yes, it's up in my brain, but it it's going to take more effort and more time for me to take it out of my brain than it is to go to that file where it's saved and go copy paste. For sure. For sure. I'm the same. I'm exactly the same. I love that. But thank you so much for joining and sharing your value. I think it's really, you know, coming into a new year, everyone will be like ready for a new strategy around sharing more storytelling. Even though we consistently talk about it, we have to continue to talk about it. So how can people find you and connect with you and learn from you about storytelling and content? Yeah, so um, you are more li- most likely to find me on Instagram and TikTok. Um, my handle is at Rach, R-A-C-H, Boardman, B-O-A-R-D-M-A-N, on both of them. Um, so you can go find me there. My DMs are always open. Um, I do have a, um, a YouTube account, which is growing slowly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I you can find me on, on there. Um, yeah. Amazing. But, yeah, Instagram, TikTok, probably best places. Awesome. We'll have your links in the show notes and especially to the the freebie you have. Um, And yeah, thank you so much for joining and sharing your storytelling knowledge and sharing your story as well, which is amazing. No worries. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Gold. Absolute gold. I love the smorgasbord of stories from tapas to appetizers and dessert and the sandwich like so so valuable so just to kind of summarize it's it's really about combining your your lessons and your tips with your stories so one thing I mentioned was always asking yourself what story can I add to this and how can I kind of sandwich it together so there was a few in there which was first one was the Goldilocks kind of storytelling formula which could be similar to a hero journey the before the triggering point the obstacle how you found the solution and then where you are today We had the sandwich, which was story, value, story, which I love that. And you can really bring together like the hook, build up, value, call to action formula as well. That is mentioned a lot across social media. 
And then we had the sort of appetizer or the dessert. We have a tip and then a story or a story and then a tip or a piece of value. And then tappers, sharing stories with people and getting their feedback, whether it's in the comments section or the DMs. But I really love those like four key storytelling formulas. Let us know which one you're going to use. I think they're super powerful. And check out Rachel. You could check out, you know, the storytelling um, guide that I have on my website to really help you elevate your marketing with storytelling, especially for 2023, as I think it's going to be a very powerful formula still to use is storytelling. And I know I've been using a lot of stories in my content and it really has elevated and and the strategy it it helps make you more relatable and it builds a lot of connection so be a content queen or king and remember that developing your strategy and story develops your business thank you so much for joining me today and please don't forget to share this with all your business and entrepreneurial friends caduce by adding to insta stories and tagging me at content queen mariah or just simply tell them about it If you rate and review on whatever platform you listen to this on, it'll help me get this podcast out there and share my message. Follow me on Instagram, connect with me on LinkedIn, and let me know anything you want me to talk about in the future. I am all yours, but as you're currently sort of listening to this, I'm prepping for Vietnam. I'm going to be heading to Vietnam, so I'm batching a lot of episodes out just so that I can get some stuff out and I don't have to do it while I'm away and I didn't really want to take a break. So just stay tuned. We've got 2023 um marketing strategy ideas we've got content marketing for 2023 we've got instagram for 2023 everything sort of 2023 coming up the differences between social media and content marketing strategies so stay tuned for all that goodness and i'll talk to you very soon bye